Oh my gosh, did you listen to Toronto music? Yeah, I played that. <laughs> he did that intentionally for um, the intro. Oh oh. Yeah, so Sorry. I found Houdini. Like, I don't know where I found him, but uh, yeah, I found him and I loved his music. And then he died like two years ago. I know, I know. It, that's, yeah, it's really sad. I'm from Toronto. I'm actually home right now. And that is hilarious. I, I always show people that song. I love Houdini. When, like, there's no chance. I'm always like to my friends. I'm like, you gotta hear this song backseat. Yeah. It's so good. It's such a good song. And they're like, oh. Yeah. No, he has no skips. But um, it's sad that he died because he was yeah, about to sad. blow up. Yeah. Um, anyway, Shay coordinated that. He was wondering yeah. if you were gonna know the song. That settles <laughs> that one right there. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. That was awesome. That's so funny. Fire. Um. Okay, so we are back. Another episode of Hills and Twos. Yep, we are. I'm Tim. I'm Shay. There we are. We are joined here. Bye. If you would like to introduce yourself to everyone. Hi, guys. I'm Aaliyah Hutchins, and I run the 800-meter. I specialize. So, yeah. Awesome. At Wake Forest, correct? Yes. So you're done with I the year then, right? Hmm? You said you went home, so you're done with the year? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you guys know, but I actually resigned from the team. We, we were just going to ask you that. So yeah. we can get into oh. that right now. Yes. <laughs> So if you want to talk a little bit more to that, because I know you, you know, you told everyone the specific reasonings um, or, you know, the general, the general reasoning as to why you retired um, from track and field. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to get into that a little bit. Yeah, I would love to get into that. Um, so I actually, I'm still training. Um, so I'm from Canada. For those of you who don't know, I run the 800 and um, I did resign from my D1 team at Wake Forest. Love Wake Forest. Go Demon Deacons. Um, but I, ever since I got into college athletics, you know, it's a very different environment, especially coming from Canada, where over here we don't even have scholarships, um, you know, for athletics necessarily. Uh, everyone growing up really does it for fun and because, you know, we love our sports as I feel like everyone does when they start. Um, and then, you know, I got to a point where I was able to go to the States, um, for school and to run track and it's a completely different environment. Um, I actually had a former coach over there um, that, you know, there ended up being a lot of pressure um, after, especially my, after my freshman year um, on really trying to like push my limits and uh, creating these really big goals uh, and for me, it just became really overwhelming and stressful. Uh, and I kind of lost the love for my sport and my event. And yeah, it took a toll on my mental health. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I ended up resigning from the team this uh, past year. So. Gotcha. So will you run for the, I know Canada has like a club system of running, right? <laughs> we have a few Canadian teammates. Will you kind of go back into that? Yeah. So I haven't stopped training uh, the last, um uh, my season's best like this past season was like a 208 and I haven't stopped training um so I'm back with my coach from high school actually who when I was running with him um I you know finished with a 207 in high school and we're kind of just back on the training plan that we have been on um since kind of high school obviously he's integrating what I've kind of done in college as well but 
I still have really big goals and high aspirations for track, especially, you know, Team Canada, that kind of stuff. And I don't want to give up on that. I'm not ready to. And um, the main thing was like finding the love for my sport again. And yeah, getting back to like that high performance level. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you feel like, I mean, you talk about, you know, finding the love for the sport again. Do you feel like that's something you've done recently? Yeah, definitely. Um, it took a while. So, yeah, like I said, it was a former coach at a school. Um, you know, he's no longer there. And this year I had a new coach, Ashley. Um, Ashley B, if you're watching this, Ashley, I know she probably will. So amazing, so great. Really uh, trained, like, my mental and my mental health. Uh, because I was coming off of an injury from the year before and it it was really difficult, but she, you know, she pushed me to, you know, not do things for the end result or for a PR or to get to nationals, those kind of like big things that you want, but they're hard when you're not there mentally. She really just wanted me to enjoy the process every day and come to practice and like, you know, spend time with the team um, and get back into like loving the progression and it's something that I've uh definitely gotten back into and that I starting uh, like I've started to love again um but you know I felt like the lasting effects from what had happened before uh just took away from it and, and, I, and I realized I just needed to step away and do that on my own that's awesome yeah I think something I think like COVID especially had an impact on everyone. I feel like people are generally trying to like find the love again, just for the love of doing it rather than, I don't know, the performance and stuff. So I completely agree. Yeah. I think, I think running's like, we've talked about this before. Running is one of those sports where it can, you can lose the love for it a lot easier because you spend so much time alone doing it. Like so much time running, you just exist in your own head. So I think that that is factored into like why you'll see a lot of runners lose like love for the act of running more so than you'll see like a football player lose their love of the game or like something like that. I feel like game sports, people stay more invested in. I think there's less time alone. Yeah. I definitely agree with you when you're saying that. Like one thing me and my like, you know, teammates have been talking about or just like some of my friends that have run track at other schools. It's like track is such a lonely sport. You have like such a big team and everything, but yeah, you're always in your head. And I feel like it's a sport where you kind of constantly judge yourself. It's not like I feel like with other sports where it may be like skilled sports with swimming as well as track, when it's like a hard poppy thing where it's like your times are like a fact. Yeah, you it's objective based on that. Yeah. Running, I always have liked that aspect of running, though, that it's objective. Like, you know who is better than who. Like, you know who's faster. There's no argument, like, they play better defense or they're a better, like, you know, perimeter shooter or how they fit into an offense or a defense. It's like you just are who you are. There's You are. I mean, which to an extent could be difficult when yeah. you become you a number if you start identifying. yourself yeah. to other people. That's awesome. so, Yeah, exactly. You identify with, like, your times. That's different. But I've always liked that clear-cut nature of the sport. I agree with you that. Know. There's, like, a pro and a con to it but um yeah i agree what are some of those things that you know make running happy for you make it something that you want to do i just i love 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 ever since i was a kid the progression of it you know when i started running track as in like the second grade it's the only sport i was good at i've never made another team in my life and i've tried out for other teams like i swear but i never ended up being good at anything else um and so 
track was always something where, you know, I, you start out with a time. I don't really know what. In the eighth grade, I think I was running like a 238. And, uh, you know, I always just liked that feeling when you get a PB and you're like, oh, this training paid off. And you have something to show for. Because once again, it's like uh, objective. It's like, yeah, like I worked hard and I can see it. So I really like that aspect of it. And it's something that always allows me to come back to it because once again, like life is about progression. So yeah, I just love that aspect of it. Yeah. You know, like constantly trying to get better, constantly trying to do more, run mm-hmm. faster, that kind of nature. It keeps pushing you yeah. forward where there isn't one set goal all the time, like to yeah. win a certain thing. You see work sure. pay off too. Yeah. Like it's real work you're putting in and you get real results. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So, and then also, oh, so sorry. No, 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 no. Um, like the other thing that I love about track is just you know the community like I feel like we're such a tight-knit community everybody kind of knows about each other in some way or another or you know somebody that knows somebody and um you know yeah just seeing other people work super hard because we know like it's literal pain when you're training and you're trying to get better so seeing other people progress too I think it's great and just yeah the community in general yeah the community is like it's a very big place, but at the same time, it's a very small place. Like, everyone knows yeah. everyone. Yeah. Just, I feel I like that. we've seen, like, through all of our guests, we could probably connect every single guest we've had on right. to yeah. another guest. Um, but I like, it's still such a big community because it's something that's so simple to do. But it's also still, I don't know, you see a lot of the same people, you meet a lot of the same people. In, in a good way, it's very, like, tight-knit like that. I, I agree. I think the running community is a very cool aspect of the sport. You don't get the same thing in other sports. No. You get good drama. You do yeah. you do get good drama because everyone knows everything about everyone. <laughs> Definitely get good drama, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so we've had a lot of NCA guests on so far. Almost all of them have a name, image, and likeness deal of a sort. We've talked to them all about it. But no one has had one that is on the level of the WWE. So can you like as if you were like a running fan and you go on your Instagram and like you see like, all right, this girl runs. And you see a bunch of other stuff, but then you see the WWE. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I clicked that, and I saw that you had an NIL deal with the WWE. So can you talk about, number one, how did that happen? What does that entail? And what does that look like for you? Oh, my gosh. It's insane. Uh, always shout out to WWE, guys. They're so supportive. Um, like, you know, once again, like, I just resigned from my team, and I was like, I'll get into, like, all this stuff with them. But I was like, what are they going to think? immediately was like yeah like we'll talk about it like on monday at wwe raw like in green oh my like, god I like <laughs> so amazing okay so yeah i do have an nil deal with them um it's more of an internship because i am an international student uh yeah once again from canada and um international student athletes aren't really allowed to have nil deals because of the visa laws so um when i was looking into all this stuff when the like nil rules started coming up i was like oh man like what am i gonna do my parents were like what do you want to do because i don't really want to miss out on opportunities so reached out to my school's like um international student office and we figured out a way to do it where it's like if it's an internship um then i'm allowed to you know do a deal i can only work with one like singular company while i'm in the states so with the wwe they really cared about my mental health like i had let them know i was kind of struggling this past year when they reached out to me in november 
Um, and off the bat, they knew they wanted to work with me. They were so understanding um, of the position I was in. And they also really understood that like, I was in an even more difficult position because I was an international student, but they wanted to have me a part of their team and really cared about that. So they worked closely together with like me, um, my school, uh, and then their own like legal team to actually like turn it into an internship. Like if you see, it's called uh, the uh, NIL, like NIL athlete, but it's not name, image, and likeness. It's actually next in line. So it's kind of like an internship thing that's funny. Kind a little of loophole. Yeah. <laughs> a little back yeah, door. Like, it's so fire. Yeah. And I actually, yeah, like I, when I ever, I get to go down to Orlando, I get, you know, media training. I get to use the facilities. I actually learn a lot from them. And because of that, I had to do, you know, um, an internship course through my school. So I get credit for doing it too. Like I, I've gotten credit, um, this past semester for it. And, um, essentially, you know, I do have, uh, quite a prominent, like NIL name to myself in the NCAA world. So, you know, obviously they get advertisement out of it and then I get to work with them and they're just, the company has been like so great all around. Um, and yeah, um, I get to use their facilities, see their facilities, go to fights, et cetera, et cetera. And then after college, I can decide, you know, I want to take it further with the company and have a position with them um, that's beyond just like, hey, come to this event and say you're like an athlete for us, but actually like become a part of our team. And it's been really crazy and really amazing. So would that mean like becoming a wrestler or going into like a front office type of role there? I honestly kind of get to decide, you know, if I wanted to go into like the wrestling route, like, you know, and I'm figure out, oh yeah, I'm done with track, you know, they would develop me. Like <laughs> I kind of skip the line, like next in line, like skip the line and get trained like in-house. Yeah. Um, That's what uh, Logan Paul's been doing that with them. I yeah, saw that. I yeah. That. And then he headlined like I right think. after that. But I saw he just went through like an intensive camp of learning the moves, learning the certain like things that they do. And then put it on and I saw like clips of him doing it and it was impressive like some of the stuff yeah. he did was so athletic which was yeah, really cool to so see amazing. yeah and like the, the thing is for them when they were deciding to do this you know it was like they know oh, okay um some of the other like in the past the athletes that have turned wrestler or the wrestlers that have turned to the WWE um they're called indie wrestlers which is like you know, independent individual wrestlers. And um, a lot of what they're saying is, you know, those individuals, a lot of time, maybe there's like a negative like culture around it, be like, maybe like a lot of drinking, going out, blah, blah, like, you know, but their passion was wrestling. Um, but with like, when they started turning to, you know, the whole NIL stuff and college athletes, they realized that there's a whole market of people who already, you know, have these like intensive schedules and these like training programs. And, you know, we're, we're already molded to like follow a schedule and, you know, kind of do what's best for like our lifestyle and fitness purposes, you know? Um, so obviously they still hire indie wrestlers and like, that's like the main source people who like have that natural like passion for wrestling but then they also are like this is like another uh 
kind of place that we can tap into in the NCAA and find people who already kind of live that intensive lifestyle. Yeah. And the, I feel like, I don't know, would you agree the athletes have the same interest in, in terms of both like wrestlers and college athletes? Like even what you said, similar schedules, like being used to an intensive kind of grind of a schedule. That would make sense that they would go after like college athletes based on the similarities. Well, I feel like all jobs, like I feel like student athletes are good people to hire because they like know what it is to have a hard schedule. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. What would yeah. your wrestling personality be? Have you put any thought into that yet? <laughs> yeah, I get to ask that question quite a bit. And it's something that we haven't really like looked into yet. I, I'm a very like bubbly, you know, kind of. Yeah, are you going to get out there yeah. and start talking start, shit? Start Is that what's going to happen right now? I can't imagine. It would be kind of funny. I, I could see like the kind of personality where it's like, oh, bubbly. And then, you know, but I could like. RKO you kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Choke slam. Somebody else talking up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I, I think about that actually quite often. I'm like, what would this be like? But, you know, essentially that would be up to them or like you collaborate and figure that out. That'd be but, funny. Do you think yeah, you'd be good at putting on a front, a not so like kind front to do that? Yeah, I was, possible? I, was, <laughs> I was a theater minor for my first two years till I decided to go into I'm an entrepreneurship minor now but like I've always been into theater and like acting and all that kind of stuff so I don't think it'd be too hard awesome we're gonna get into we do this every episode some of the listener questions so you garnered a lot of them I will say we had, we had a lot oh. yesterday as well one was appalling in terms of oh. it someone wrote a song about you we're gonna leave it oh. at that ones myself and i'm just I, at this point i'm like okay i just can ignore it <laughs> that's funny so one kind of fits into what, what we were just talking about um but you recently said that you're looking for a talent agent in canada so you know or singing acting like creating anything of the sort like does that interest you in the future yeah definitely um like i was saying i'm a i'm a communications major and an entrepreneurship minor so a big goal for me is like doing things that make me happy in life and um i kind of you know i just want to be able to monetize myself and help other people uh in the same way i, I can't see myself really doing a structured like sit down kind of job that's just me personally like a desk job um uh because I don't know, I want to do more things that are like innovative and um, kind of on my own schedule. That's like a huge thing with entrepreneurship. So finding a talent agent and doing things more like with media um, talent, like whether it's acting or whatever, I don't know, um, stuff along those lines is definitely something that interests me in the future. It's cool. I like yeah, that. We're yeah. also both on that no nine to five. And we <laughs> no, are. no real yeah. job ever. <laughs> Can't happen. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. I just got a, a part-time job for the summer because I also just can't stay home and like do nothing. But oh, me, me too. It's, it's I'm, I'm saying that as I plan on sitting in a nine to five this summer. <laughs> Same this summer. Um. Okay. What do you got, Chad? Next question. This is the first question we got. What do you wish more people knew know about you? Oh, what I wish more people knew about me. Um, that I'm very like. I'm a very people person. Sometimes I feel like, I don't know, if, if people need advice or want to talk or whatever, like I'm genuinely always open to conversation and talking. Um, I don't ever want, you know, I feel like 
nowadays uh, with athletes becoming more celebrities and stuff, not saying I'm a celebrity is completely different than being like an NBA player or whatever, but you know, I, I don't know. I feel like people don't feel like they can reach out or like with social media, people feel like they're like on different kind of like levels and stuff um, just mm -hmm. with how it is nowadays. But genuinely, like if anybody ever feels like they need to reach out or wants advice, like I'm always like looking through my DMs and whatnot and love to help. Cool. So I guess speaking of advice, one of the questions, someone asked, how do you always stay so positive and motivated? Oh, that's so sweet. Um, uh, my mom, sorry. <laughs> she was just no, you're all good. Yeah, no um, I feel like I've always been that way since I was a kid. Um, uh, I, I don't know. At this point, I feel like it's just a part of me since I grew up that way. I was talking about my mom. Like That's how my parents raised me, just to always be positive regardless of the situation and try to look at it like glass half full um but I think like counting your blessings every day kind of thing um reminding yourself the good things that there are in life when there can be so much negative at the same time yeah sweet um Hollywood New York or Miami to live and work oh if I had to choose from the three, maybe New York, but uh, I really love Boston and DC. I don't know. I, I see them as like kind of upcoming places, even though I, I feel like that's not a popular opinion. I just like those cities more. They're a little more lax um, than like those really crowded cities. Yeah, we love DC. DC is beautiful. Oh, amazing. DC is beautiful. You guys. Yeah, I bet it's so gorgeous. DC is amazing. Even right now, today yeah. was a beautiful day. We had ourselves a day in DC. We're wearing oh, completely, so nice. completely new outfits right now. That's how you know we were having a good day. We I went, we went shopping know. together. <laughs> so it was beautiful out. We listened to the new Harry Styles album on the way there. Oh, nice. It was so we, you know, we had ourselves a day, buddy. Yeah, fun. Right? Vibing, Amazing. Huh? Yeah. Um, nice. So you have a, for lack of a better word, and probably the most descriptive word, a massive social media following, more so on TikTok than Instagram. So you have like what do we what do we look at? It was like seventy something thousand on Instagram. Yeah. And don't do a face like you don't know that. You definitely know that. Um, and then it was like a, a million point something on TikTok. So how the Instagram's obviously a lot. How did the TikTok? Not I don't want to say career, but maybe career. How did that kind of get going? Oh my gosh, guys! Every time I get asked this question, it's just funny to me. I don't know. Like it was last year. Um, at the, like, so yeah, the beginning of last school year, so like 2020 and it was quarantine kind of vibes, you know, we were at school, but we couldn't see anybody, couldn't do anything. And I was like, TikTok is so cringy to like my sister and stuff. <laughs> um, but I got really bored and I was like, I'll start making videos. Like I'll just lip sync to a couple songs for no reason. And then one video just like went super viral, like. And, and I was just in shock. It was, just, it was really weird. And then I feel like ever since then, it's kind of just like continued going. I don't know if I thought it would stop at some point, uh, but it just, it didn't. And yeah, I, I don't know. I never expected it to happen, but I'm thankful for the opportunity. I just think at the time, like since I didn't expect it to happen, I didn't know what to do with like all the platform and the following and I'm still trying to figure it out now. Like even right now, I'm trying to find like a talent agent, like somebody to manage me because 
I can't do it on my own. It's actually really difficult um, when, yeah, like the, you have like th that many people watching what you do kind of thing. So. Yeah. I mean, you surpassed yeah. running, I guess, clout, right? Like in terms of like <laughs> runners yeah. having big followings, like it's like 20, 30K. You're Once a big runner. Once it gets like 100K, that's big deal. Yeah, that is big time. And then a million to change is... It's pretty big time. But that's also TikTok level oh. fame, which is unreal. Yeah. Do you when, have any Oh thank you. When did you um when did it turn into something that you're doing for fun to something that you like felt obligated to post about? Or start keep Okay. Doing? That's a really good question. I actually did um one of my like independent study projects on this this like past um fall because I think it was fun and just for fun, um, up until like maybe March of my sophomore year. So last year. Um, and then I had got to nationals in the 800. Like I ran a 204 mm -hmm. and I was really proud of that and everything. And, but I realized that like, there were so many people like watching kind of what I was doing, but there was social media or track. And I felt like I couldn't take a break from one or the other. Cause it's kind of starting to get really stressful. Um, and I think, yeah, like around March last year, I got really stressed and there was like a video that went like super kind of viral and mm. it really freaked me out knowing how many people were watching because in that time period, there was like three days where I gained 700,000 followers oh, or something. Geez. And I just that was like, yeah, <laughs> I was just really confused um, and didn't know what to do with it. So that whole summer um, was really stressful and I took a really long break this past semester, like two months ish off of it, um, to figure out what I want to do with it and like find out like my like like morals and goals again, like just in like regular life. And now I feel like I'm using it for more fun now. Um and at the same time using it to monetize, but um in a healthy way for myself. That's cool. I I feel like I mean you can speak to it more, but there's I, there's definitely gotta be a lot of pressure when you have that massive social media following on your running performance? Oh, yeah. That was so difficult this past year. So, um, w w yeah, I was uh, running 204 last school year, like, so my sophomore year. I went to nationals. was doing really well. I was really proud of myself. But then I got injured. Um, uh, it was just, I don't know, that was really, like, upsetting. Um and coming back this year, knowing how many people like knew the level I was at, I came in at, like indoor season with a 218. Mentally, I was just not there at the meet. There were like the first meet, there were people like, like trying to talk about like social media stuff or like, I know you from here, this, this. And I was just, I, I don't know, I was like freaking out. It was like I had stage fright um, in like in track and I couldn't get out of that headspace till like outdoor. Um, and yeah, that's like another reason why I feel like I pulled away, but it was super hard to, I don't know, kind of balance those two things at the same time. Yeah. Could you, yeah. what were you supposed to say? No, I agree. That's probably tough to balance. <laughs> Could you yeah. like feel one or the other kind of tugging you more so either way, like your life outside of the track or life on the track kind of pulling you back and forth? I feel like um for a bit like my life outside the track was kind of like t tugging me 
till I took that like break, I was like, okay, I really realized that that stuff doesn't matter. Like in today's society, it's so hard to tell yourself that social media isn't a big deal when everybody's on it. And like, there's so many career paths and blah, blah, blah. But I realized like, there's so much more to life without it. And as long as you feel like you're going to be successful without it, you don't need it. So it can just be an extra like add on kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it was taking a toll for a while, but you know, track always like pulled me back. Um, and, uh, when that was getting stressful, just because of like my performance and stuff that happened in the past, I just had to, yeah, like I resigned from the team. I had to step away and sorry, it was my grandfather. Um, but yeah, I had to step away and kind of regroup. So that's what I'm doing now. And I just, yeah, can't wait to make the most of it. It's cool to see you like actively making steps to better like your own mental health in your own life. I think that's something cool to see and cool that someone's so open with it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So transitioning now, we have a fairly new segment. The second time we're doing this one, questions <laughs> from our moms. So oh, yay. our moms, their knowledge on you as we do with as we do and will do with the guests. Always send our moms, like, either, like, your school's bio. I sent my mom your Instagram, so she stalked your Instagram so that they can get a basis on these people. (laughs) And then our moms ask a question. So do you want to go first, Shay? Yeah. Um, My mom asked, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ooh, in 10 years. Okay, in 10 years, I see myself, like, doing a job that, like I really care about um so I mean I would say like anything to do with kind of sports media and whether it's with the WWE or another kind of program media in general like um I have a passion for it and just trying to make it a more healthy environment and I also see myself having gone to an Olympics like it's really different in Canada like I'm my PR is a 204 now before like my injury and everything but you know uh I feel like I have a long time to like my peak and there's more opportunities over here. Cause like less population, all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, I see myself doing those kinds of things. So oh, thanks awesome. your mom for that question. <laughs> okay. My mom, she wanted me to preface this with that. I have five sisters. So she's asking, so she has five daughters. So she's asking mm-hmm. this from that point of view. Um, she said that you talked on Instagram about, uh, like changing your look and style based on how you were feeling that day. And she wanted to know, like with having a, you know, a successful running career and a successful social media career, do you ever feel pressure to look or act a certain way? That's a really good question. It's a way better um, question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's both are good. Um, yeah, definitely. In the, more so in the past, for sure. Um, I felt like what, like we were talking about, like when I had gained all the large following and I realized that like, you know, people were kind of like, yeah, like following what I did or watching what I did. Um, I definitely felt like I always had to look a certain way or look presentable or good. Like I couldn't just go to the calf or, you know, or um, we call it the pit in like an ugly outfit. I was just, it's just so stressful. Um, but uh, now I feel like I can just be myself, whatever. Like I've let go of that. So I'm like, okay. Who cares uh, in the long run? But when it comes to track, there have definitely been times where I was like, okay, I love the way I look for track, like my body and everything, like this is good. But then off the track, I'd be like, 
oh my gosh, like I'm too muscular or too skinny, blah, blah, blah. And that was, is always stressful. And I think it's a lot, a thing that a lot of female athletes deal with, or like, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I gained a little too much weight in this stuff. Um, Cause that's something I had gone through um, a couple years ago where I was just really self-cautious. And I just think it's good to remind people that, you know, you have to do what's healthy for you. You, you shouldn't judge yourself so much and it's easier said than done, but um, you know, it just take, yeah, feel kinder to yourselves. Uh, but yeah, there, I've definitely gone through that and now it's a lot better, but in the past for sure. Yeah. I think like body image is a, is way more prevalent of an issue in running than people think it is male and female. Like I feel like people, yes. people usually think it's like the stereotypical point of view is like that only females have that problem. I feel like there are a lot more males in the running world that have body image problems than people think. Yeah. 100%. Like, I mean, it, it, it's almost just like brushed off. It's like, Oh, like they just, da, 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 da. But it's, there's like some runners that I've talked to um, or people I know whose teammates like, you know, I'm hearing the things they're saying. I'm like, this person, that's not good at all. Um, and it's kind of just brushed off because they're a guy. Yeah. You know? There's, I mean, I've, there's been like, like what you said. I love my body for track. Like, I think it works well. Yeah. But there's right. definitely been times I'll like look in the mirror and be like, I am skinny. I mean, I'll even say to you, like, yeah. I'll have my shirt up here. I'm like, I'm skinny. Like, and there's been times I've heard you say it as well. Yeah, because I actually get, like, so skinny, You bro. do get you're, skinny. You also fine. pump out, like, 100 mile a week, Shay. <laughs> Grind it out. Um, right? what What does your training look like a little bit in terms of okay. movement distance? Okay, so it's been so interesting because um, I got to have a new coach this year, which is great. But it's more, like, mileage and distance stuff. Like, when I got to college, okay, in high school – I would run like three times a week and I was a 207 out of high school, but like I just did kind of intensive speed work kind of training and it worked for me. Got to college and my first like long run was 20 minutes and I would genuinely like walk those long. Like I would just, I just, just listen to my music and I'd be like, oh yeah, I just did this 20 minute run, which was so hard. Um, but you know, obviously as you get more mature as a runner and as your training increases, your mileage increases. And obviously I've ended up getting on the like training plan, like following stuff. But um, I had got up to like 45 minute runs. And then um, this year I was doing like more mileage to, uh, you know, be more of a 15 girl. Didn't work out too well for me. I'm, I should say I'm just an eight girl, but um, I was doing like eight miles on Sunday and then throughout the week. I was doing lower mileage. Um, so it's been kind of an up and down the past couple of years, but I'm returning to my roots. So I'm training with my high school coach and uh, we're going to do what worked for me um, throughout like all my years pretty much before this. And I still think it'll work for me now, which is mainly like speed endurance. And then I will do like runs on my off days and stuff. I'm not in high school anymore, so I'm not going to skip them, but yeah. That's fine. Um, what's your 400 PR? I'm just interested. Oh, my, yeah, my 400 PR is a 55.9. Awesome. Do you run a lot of four by fours when you were at Wake? No, actually, we don't really do four by fours. I was really an 800 specialist. I feel like I didn't really run anything but the eight, <laughs> um, maybe like <laughs> at the beginning and ends of the season. Oh, not even the end, but the beginning of the season. But, um, 
not too many four by fours no mainly in high school high school i would do like hella events yeah i feel like we all did that was back yeah. when you were like triple <laughs> and quadruple meets in high school so if you could be this is also a secondary question from my mom that she was encouraging me to ask you. So, yeah. um, if you could be any athlete in the world, like any specific athlete that isn't yourself, who would you be? Uh, this is such a good question. And now I'm blank. You know, you, you're thinking of every athlete ever. Um, sorry if I'm slow on this one. I want to give a good answer. It's okay. It's okay. We'll avoid. We have to do that. Let's see. Mm. Mm. Damn, why am I like, I'm like blanking hard right now. Huh. Any athlete in the world. Ah. Okay, Sydney McLaughlin, she's just a goat. Okay, okay. I would want to be the world record holder in the, are you kidding Have you ever met her? Sorry, she's the sweetest girl yeah. ever. Have you ever met her? I Stuff, but we were in the same uh like state group because jersey is divided into six groups we were in the same one so like every like state championship state relay thing like all those sectional meets and stuff she we were always there so she knew some of the older kids on my team but she was so sweet like she would go out of her way to like say hi to people and stuff i felt bad for her by the end because people were just following her around. She had a security guard at a meet. And I felt so bad. That's crazy. That, that was necessary. Like, she can't relax and come compete in high school. Oh, she's such an icon for, like, being able to run, like, the way she does. Because, okay, for me, with, like, my stage fright, I don't even have a hat. Like, she's on another level. But it's, like, it, it, it just, like, it rattles your mental sometimes. And I can't imagine just, like, ah, oh, it's insane. Yeah. So iconic i know she's she's the best though she's so nice yeah so do you want to play the game shay doesn't even know what the game is so Let's if you play. go to your phone and grab those pictures start with yes, the first sir. one i sent you okay so we are going to rate these fits all right shay given that shay always steps out in the fit always shay never leaves the house without something fresh on right yeah so um and given that you are in the social media world, you know, that come like that comes with the connotation of like fashion. So we're expecting you to have good style right now and these good ratings. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna Wait, is it we have the same first one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Shakari. Yeah. Okay, so okay. we're gonna pop it on screen and then we'll have so it's Shakari at the Met Gala. Okay. I really, really like this fit. The only thing is like I personally wouldn't like the, the skirt as much with the like tassels kind of thing. That's just not my vibe. Yeah. Love the shoes. Love the purse. Love the like corset look. Um, I'm gonna give this one uh, an honest rating of seven and a half to eight, only because of the the skirt is bringing down for me personally. But I think she looks great. Her nails always look good, and her hair, of course. So I really do like it, though. What do you got, Shay? I like the colors on it, and I like the materials they used. I don't know about. I think the it's cool. The braid things coming down from the, like the tassels. Yeah, yeah right. But it's, it's good. I'll give it a seven. I think it was. Yeah. it was a big designer. I forget who it was. I mean, she did stuff with Virgil. I don't know if this was off white or not. I give uh, it. It's not off white. I off-white. give it a seven five. I think it's right, good, yeah. and given her personality, I think it fits really well. Like yeah. that's great yeah. for that her. Part fits well. Yeah, that gives like don't fuck with me vibes. So yeah, it there. doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't look like that. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to go next one. So speaking of Sydney, we have Sydney's wedding dress. So Sydney <laughs> just got 10. married. Like, yeah, that's a no, ten. Like, yeah, that like that is like I feel like a very classic, like what cool. This is wedding. This wedding is what dress. wedding is. Yeah, right? this is like yeah the definitive <laughs> of like a really beautiful wedding dress. It, like you would see that and be like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It's not too flashy. Not it's not too little. And the background is perfect. Yeah. And yeah, not even like ten because it's Sydney, because like obviously ten because it's Sydney, but like ten on its own, like it's like yeah, that is a beautiful dress. dress. That is crazy. Like, her hair looks so good. Like it's like foggy outside, so I don't know how it's not puffing up. Seriously, like it just looks amazing. The whole yeah, so photo, eleven, everything. Yeah, that's a ten. Eleven, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. <laughs> Mad Central. Hits. Okay, Centro. All right. Um. I'm gonna give it a four. This He's is trying hard. I give him that. <laughs> I just, I expect like a chain there, <laughs> like on the neck. It's not there. It's like he's wearing jeans and like. The- <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're gonna go suit, go full suit, not the jeans. Yeah, tuck it in, get some real pants, and then, yeah, get some cleaner J's. I know he's got good Jordans. I I'll say five because the no, I don't actually I don't really. Okay, I will never like add a point just because of the Jordans because you know what? Anybody who just add Jordans, he's trying. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm gonna make these pop. This is not working. He looks like a CEO. Yeah, we can get him on. We're gonna have to ask him. Yeah, that's gonna be a must. Yeah, we'll play the game with him. Make him right. It's an old picture, so like we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think maybe like this looks old, right? It does look fairly old. I've pulled it from a little bit around there, 2016, 17. Okay. okay. We're I give it. I'll give it a five point five. He's be, he's got better fits okay. than that. Don't respect yeah, him trying. All right, next one. Craig and Coco, pro prom. Oh. That prom they had. This is cute. Okay, I like that the suit really matches well with the dress, um, and even like the decorations in the back. I think this is adorable. I'm gonna give this a uh, uh, seven. I think it's like a seven for me. What do you got, Shay? My only qualm is what is the pattern on Craig's suit? It doesn't go all the way around or does it? I don't know. No, it's not on like the. Oh, does it not? It definitely does. We just can't see. It's covered? Okay. It's probably covered. I thought it was just black there. No, I think it's cute. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. It fits Craig's. Like, I mean, that's. I would never wear that jacket, but it fits Craig's, like, brand of, like, who he is. (laughs) So. And it was like a joke prom for pro runners. So. I love the background. Yeah, like they, I think they try to make it a little bit like that. Yeah, like you try to be very high school. Yeah. 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 Right, nice. Exactly. Okay, next one. Flojo. Okay. That's hard. I, I just think this is so, yeah, it's hard. It's it's pretty much goaded. Like, this is so fire. You would not see people doing this nowadays. Lame, because you know what? Dressing like this is fire. Like, you know, the, you know, especially like the half leg one that she did. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Oh my gosh, bro. It's just fire. It's so unique. Like, I mean, looking at it, you could say, yeah, maybe like the aerodynamic like headpiece it is like a little interesting, but I think I that's like the point. Overall. Like she's trying to go for it. Like yeah, it's just like it stands out. I like that it's Kappa brand that like I don't know, I've never really seen many runners in. Yeah, um, I like the nails match and everything. She's got the belt. The yeah, nail. I didn't even see that. The belt is hard. Belt, right? That's what I'm saying. You know what? This is a nine because it's so unique. Personally, like to give it a 10, I feel like it would have to be something that, like, I would wear, too. I don't know if I could do the, like, uh, headpiece thing. I think it's fire, though. So, I'm going to give it a 9 just because it's, yeah, very unique. 
What do you got? I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna give it a ten just because I love like using Kappa in there. I think the streetwear shit should yeah. like go come into running. I think it's what like a we nine had, five. Yeah, I know. Had w taps uniforms. W taps uniforms would be cool. Shay's a big W taps. Like once again, the nails like coming together. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the, even the jewelry, everything's cool. Okay. Yeah. On our last one. Me and Shay at our freshman Christmas party, formal, whatever. It's our it's our fake formal that we do. Fitted out, bought those fits that day. So hard, twenty five out of ten. Bought bought those fits that day. Took fake pictures, like like fake toughing it because we thought it was funny and people thought it was real. Yeah. Okay, but seriously seriously, though, I do like the sweater a lot. Like, I mean. I, I like, gave it to I, my I, sister I, I, uh, uh, for Christmas. <laughs> he re-gifted it. I gave the sweater to my sister at Christmas, like well, two years ago. I was gonna say I would wear it. I like it. Yeah, she like loved it. Sweater. She loves it. <laughs> it's fire. Um, and then I like the all black fit. I can't see it as well because like the lighting. I guess. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. Every picture looks like that. It's just the one black, little. But rate the chains. Um, and yeah. The my thing is, I I don't like the glasses as much. Yeah, the glasses. Yeah, the glasses. Not, someone had to take those off. My girlfriend and I were not dating at the time of this. Like, we didn't really know each other that well. And then, yeah. like, as we got to know each other, she's like, "I have to ask you, like, what was that? Like, why we wore that? Because we were like, we're gonna go so obnoxiously hard right now with our outfits. Our whole grade did it. And I was like, that wasn't real. That wasn't serious. I wasn't like." Let's wear these step fits. Out. <laughs> like, let's make a good impression. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I was like more of like, yeah. let's make let's everyone some hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously though, like 25 out of 10. Like I said, Thank you. I said it from the start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get those LinkedIn connections on yeah. the way. Yeah. So uh, they all thought it was real. So, oh which is appalling. I'm like that. I had a, I had a Texas like longhorn on my chain. Like, <laughs> You look like a preacher. <laughs> Dripped out preacher. Well, anyway, that was the game. So that was a fun game this yeah. week. So we do our, we wrap up with you and Shay fighting each other out right now with a trivia question, seeing who gets it right, who gets it wrong for pride. Oh and then God. listeners, shirt, comment and right, DM us. I'm nervous. I'm so and Listeners, comment and DM us the second part of the question. I'll tell you guys what we'll believe it. Okay. So, um, Flojo, how many gold medals did you win? I'm so, you know what? I'll let you think, but I'm just already, cause I, mm, I'm so bad with like how many medals people have won or like how, like the, how many the team has gotten. So like, um, let's see. I'm going to say five. No. Six. No. I'll give you a hint. Five medals total, but how many gold? Two. No. Three. Yeah, three. <laughs> Process of elimination right there. I knew it wouldn't be one. Because okay. Our listener won. Shoot us, DM us, comment, whatever. Um, what was the first year that she won her first gold medal? So that'll be that one. That's just a race, I guess, whoever gets there first. Yeah. But I saw the DM request. We gotta start answering. We gotta some. make t-shirts. Yeah, right. We're we gonna keep make, promising we're gonna t-shirts. t-shirts I, and for they're me, not made. for my family, like being involved in a t-shirt shop, and we don't have these done yet. It's just on us. Yeah, it's on us. But 
Thank you so much, Leah, for joining us. Um, this was well, a great thank time. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. This was, this was great. Fun. This was very fun. I'm so, sure. uh, good luck with the rest of your year. Are you going to still keep um, racing this year? You got any races coming up? Yeah. Um, so, in Canada, I'm, well, I was taking more of a mental break. So, I'm deciding with my coach um, whether or not I want to race at the end of the season. But if not, definitely indoor, outdoor. Like, I'm going to just do it how it's regularly gone in the past. Um, so I'll keep everybody updated on like the socials and stuff, but seriously, thanks for having me on guys. And how is like your seasons, by the way, how's it gone? It's good. I leave for regionals on Monday. So then oh, we'll be so in Indiana for regionals. Indiana. Um, yeah. And then yeah, Shay wrapped I'm, up. I'm on a gap semester, but I oh, raced nice. early on and I, Ran some PRs, he ran very so. fast early on. He oh, would be if he like went to school right now, he'd be going to regionals too. Congrats. That's amazing. He so he ran that fast. At least. Fake regionals. Yeah, I'm gonna host regionals. it myself. <laughs> fake regionals, fake <laughs> nationals. Yeah. Oh, I'll be cheering y'all on. So awesome. Thanks, thank and you. I can't wait to watch his back and everything. All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. Bye. Have a good one. See ya. Round the city, round the clock.